Welcome, brothers and sisters. My name is Sandra Timko, and as always, we're grateful you've allowed us to be a part of your day. Servitude and obedience are the foundation of true discipleship. When we submit our existence to the will and ways of the Holy Spirit, the Lord can have his way with us and in us. But if we refuse or resist that amazing exchange of grace, we deny Christ what he wants most for us, simply more of him, so we can truly be more for others and help change the face of the earth. Luke 11, verse 9 through 13 makes it perfectly clear how much the Father through the Son is willing to do for us if we have an open mind and spirit. Jesus speaks, and I tell you, ask and you will receive. Seek and and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks the door will be opened. What father among you would hand his son a snake when he asks for a fish, or hand him a scorpion when he asks for an egg? If you then, who are wicked, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? It's really all based on trust. Do we trust that our triune God is real? Do we trust how much he loves us? Do we accept divine mercy? What are we willing to sacrifice to be his and receive it all? It's a miracle of love, his goodness. Another miracle is our guest who is present with us today. Through lots of prayer, the Holy Spirit delivered him on time. Father Peter Mary Ruki is here with us from Chicago, Illinois. He is a Servite priest who has been used serving the Lord for 59 years in a powerful way in the ministering of healing. Since all are in need of wholeness on so many levels in so many areas, it's my privilege to introduce you now to a man who has some of the answers and is willing to share. Meet my new friend and co-worker in the kingdom of Jesus Christ, Father Peter Mary Ruki. Welcome. Thank you, Sandy, for inviting me. I, uh, it's a great, great uh, privilege to be able to uh, give out the gospel or assist in giving out the gospel. Our Holy Father keeps telling us we should use all the modern means of evangelizing, and that's what this ministry is about. That's the opening line of our mission statement to evangelize, to bring the good news to, to, to the people. And it's, it's a privilege for us, mm -hmm. since you're in the area, um, and you will be serving at healing services throughout local churches, to use this opportunity to introduce you to people that have never heard of you or your ministry. Um, just to give people some information, summarize your life a little bit, you're one of 13 children. Yes, uh, <clears throat> we were Catholic, mm -hmm. <laughs> obviously, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm uh, from uh, Superior, Wisconsin, uh, and we have a, a touch of Superior, a uh, very be beautiful touch of Superior, Wisconsin, and your uh, local saint, or he's will be saint, I guess you would say, he's uh, venerable. Solanus Casey yes. in uh, St. Bonaventure's Church here in, in Detroit. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, the rookies knew the Caseys in Superior, but I was too young when he left there to uh, study and so on. <coughs> but you became a priest at 13. 
Is that well, correct? No, no, no. I started studying. Studying to become yes, a priest. Yes, no. I, they would never uh, ordain you at right. that age. But it's that's that. when you entered the seminary? The usual age in the old days was 24, mm -hmm. because by the time you st started and got through all of the mm -hmm. stages, you were about 24 years of age. That was more or less the canonical age, and that's what I was when now, I was 13. Now, did you know from the beginning that the Lord was calling you to um, heal Pray for healing of. Um, no, I never, uh, <coughs> never uh, realized this until uh, seven of us, uh, uh, under the leadership of Father, a very famous servite from Chicago, Father James Mary Keene, <coughs> invited me to uh, in 1947. Uh, to help found the Servite Order in Ireland. You know, Our Lady appeared to seven businessmen in uh, Florence, Italy, in the uh, jubilee year of her son's passion and death, uh, 1233. And, that, uh, and that's what gives us a charism of keeping the passion of our Lord and the compassion of Our Lady uh, before the uh, body of Christ. Uh, so we don't ever forget that seems to be our special charism with the Servite Rosary of the seven dollars and all that. And, and in fact, we call our mission, our uh, ministry, the, the international. I'm on five continents. You know, the international uh, compassion ministry in honor of our Mother of Sorrows. Well, seven uh, of us unholy founders went to Ireland and under the leadership of Father James Mary Keene, he was the, really the spark plug of the whole thing. And we uh, set up in Northern Ireland <coughs> among the Orangemen, who don't uh, like us Catholics, you know. <laughs> uh, and uh, in 1948, I went over there. And from the first days we were there, <coughs> Uh, people came to be blessed, and some uh, came back and said they were cured. So the word got around, and the first thing you know, busloads of people were arriving. We had to have the services outdoors. Now, was this a mass and her healing service? Or? Well, uh, when it was possible, a mass, yes. Uh, otherwise, just the service outdoors. And um, uh, but I, was only, I only did that day and night. People were merciless. They called day and night and came day and night. But uh, I only did that five years, you know, because this kind of thing uh, stirs up the waters. The priests got all excited and all these people coming and then they put pressure on the bishop. So I was only there five years, and then I was sent off to Italy. But did you know even at that point that there was something unusual happening? Did you oh, feel the power in the miracles. heat? Oh, lots of miracles. Oh, yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Lots of reports, you know, thousands of reports of healings. And did you so, immediately accept that request of the Lord to oh, continue? Oh, I knew that this uh, was not I. I just went along with the Lord, that's mm -hmm. all. I, I divorced myself from the miracles, you know, because mm -hmm. I, I knew what I am, a sinner, you mm -hmm. know. As I tell the kiddies, uh, the little kiddies, I'm a big thinner, and I'm getting thinner and thinner. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, so anyway, I was elected to uh, become assistant general in the Servites, and I was uh, that way. I got me out of this kind of work, and I did not do this work uh, for over thirty years. About thirty-three years, I was sent to various countries. I, I ran an international college, the University of Louvain, for three years. And I uh, did almost five years in Deutschland, Überalles, Germany, you know. And uh, then I did a 16 and a half years, 40 minutes, 20 seconds in the... <laughs> Uh, you were real happy in, doing this in, work, weren't in, you? In, in the Ozarks, <clears throat> in the Ozarks, with lots of territory, very few Catholics, over 200 miles around. So, um, but didn't I, you didn't I, you wonder why you were removed I from did, that work and yeah, put into this? I did all kind. Of, well, finally, a beautiful provincial, uh, a provincial in Chicago, whom I had as a student in Rome <clears throat> in the 50s. Became provincial, and he uh, yanked me out of the Ozarks finally, and brought me back to Chicago to start this work again. And in the late '80s, so uh, for almost 33 years, I did not uh, do any of this. But now uh, I always believed that the superiors had a special charism to sending us where we should go, like our father and mother to mm -hmm, tell us, mm -hmm. you know. And so I follow that, and the, I think it's in the book of Proverbs, the obedient man shall speak of victory. victory yes. And now we can't handle all the requests from all over the world, you know, for un like Uncle Sam, or trying to give them all a little foreign aid and hope they'll be friendly sort of thing, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, but, uh, what I was going to remark also, uh, I, I, when I was those six years in Italy, I was able to visit Padre Pio, and uh, uh, he, his word to me is always, and you read it in his, uh, the periodicals about Padre Pio and the books on him, his great word was obedience. And that's what really uh, made me, uh, you know, uh, think and guided me a great deal in my in my life. So he told me I was I consulted him on a project I had in mind, and he said, "Do everything under obedience." When you were with him, were you overwhelmed? Could you feel that the righteousness exude from him? Oh, with Padre Pio. Yeah. Oh, yes, he was a very saintly man. It was just a great uh, privilege to be able to speak. I went to confession to him. You had to go in Italian, you know. You only heard in Italian. So, um, it's powerful. <clears throat> uh, <coughs> it was, uh, I went down a number of times. Uh, I was, uh, one time, I had the. Uh, Hope family in tow in, in Rome and showing them around and so on. And uh, her sister and her family as well, Mildred Malatesta and Dolores Hope, and, uh, they wanted to go down. So I brought them down to San Giovanni Rotundo also. And 
and they were able to visit with him. That was in the 50s, yeah. 1950s. Let's talk about mm. the work that's happening now. Mm. Yes. You have, you're renowned for this wonderful gift of healing the Lord has filled you with. Mm. And you said that now more than ever you're seeing tremendous manifestations of the Holy Spirit no, on a regular basis, more than ever before. Mm. People are being brought to new levels of humility mm. and surrendering. Mm. And you're seeing phenomenal conversions. For instance... Well, just, uh, just an example that comes to mind in bringing that up. Okay. Our, our biggest mass and healing mass every month in Chicago is at Our Lady of Sorrows Basilica. Um, and uh, <coughs> on the west side, Kedzie and um, uh, Jackson Boulevard, roughly. Uh, that's where this father, the same father, James Mary Keene, who brought me to Ireland uh, to help start the order there, he started the um, novena to our sorrowful mother in that basilica. And at its height, and that went on, it was filling uh, cathedrals and churches, not once, but many times over every Friday, uh, all over, you know, a good part of the world already, and continued to draw to that one church. This is uh, documented. Over 70,000 people every Friday. Over 70,000 To that people? one church alone, How besides did they the other How did they other accommodate church. these people? Well, they used all the facilities, hall, church hall, upper church, lower church, uh, I suppose school, whatever, uh, all the facilities available. What is when they had, uh, did it one hour, it was a 45 minute service, so uh, the people were around the block in six and eight uh, breasts, and uh, that gave them time to get in and out. They had a big uh, army of ushers and usherettes <laughs> that handled the crowds. What does know. that tell you about where we're at in history? But we were, anyway, uh, what I was going to say, our, our, our biggest mass is every Friday, and it's obvious with all that praying that it's gone on in that basilica, mm -hmm. that great things happen. Yes. And one of the things that happens is Our Lady appears with the child Jesus up behind the altar on first Saturdays. And, this and is many, in, many people see that. This is in Chicago? In Chicago, yes. Uh, in case anyone's just tuning in, I want to reintroduce our guest, Father Peter Mary Ruki of Chicago, Illinois, who is renowned for his phenomenal gift of healing. Um, he's talking about a, a church in, a basilica in uh, Chicago. Basilica of Our Lady of Sorrows. Our Lady of Sorrows, where mm -hmm. they're seeing crowds of 70,000 people per week on Friday nights at these healing services. Yes. What does that tell you about the state of man? Mm -hmm. Um, are we that hungry or are we that far into error that we are, are we concerned about our salvation? What does this speak to you? Well, about? I think that happened in the uh, war years and after, you mm -hmm. know, and so that was part of it, uh, you know, the terrible uh, cold war followed the hot war, and so we were, and we were answering, I think, Our Lady of Fatima's 
trying to answer her requests so that we wouldn't have another war before we had a third world war. <laughs> but now, now, is it a genuine desire? Do you think that people just want to get closer to their God? Well, I think so. I think so. And, uh, of course, many uh, healings were uh, uh, reported from Our Lady of Sorrows, too, you know, our, mm -hmm. our Mother of Sorrows' uh, intercession, you know. Let's talk yeah. about some of these phenomenal mm. healings and mm. conversions. This is a man in England, a famous gangster. He's the Al Capone of, Eng of England, yeah. And he requested spending time with you. Yes, he requested to visit him, so I did. And he's had a conversion experience, and uh, he's um, Ragey Cray, the Cray twins, they were called. And Ronnie uh, died about four years ago. He turned to the Lord. We prayed with him before he died. And he turned to the Lord. And I think he had a good thief experience sort of thing. And uh, I hope he did anyway. And uh, um, But Ronnie had a conversion experience in, uh, in prison. And he... Um, he prays with the prisoners and so on. And so That gives great hope to the people who have children that are imprisoned mm -hmm. or who uh, they feel have gone so far astray that there's no return. Mm -hmm. You've probably seen countless mm -hmm. lives restored, true? Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. Well, the inner healings are the greatest, uh, Sandy. I mean, the physical healings come and go. I often say jokingly, uh, I may get rid of my migraine, but tomorrow I might have a pain in my backside sort of thing, you know. The, uh, as long as we're on this earth, we're going to have... Some discomfort. Uh, we can't escape uh, physical uh, mm -hmm. pain of some kind, I mean, a finger or eyes or nose or whatever. So uh, those are really only temporary things. And then, of course, we have the great healing, our deaths, where we get into the into heaven. So uh, the inner healing is really, that's the lasting one and the, the greatest one because what uh, good would it have done, for example, in my own case to, to receive my sight if, uh, as Jesus said, with two eyes I might go to Gehenna. You mm -hmm. know? So uh, uh, it, w it would have been better for me to get into heaven blind and, you know, with but be two eyes, uh, with my sight to uh, fall into Gehenna, as he calls it. Let me mention uh, that, that healing. In case people are unaware of uh, the miracle that happened to you as a child, mm -hmm. you and a brother were playing with a firecracker. Yes. It didn't go off. You mm -hmm. examined it closer and it yeah. exploded in your face, taking yes. your vision with it. Right. And you were without sight in utter darkness for Mm -hmm. A little less than a year? Yeah, I think so. And just yeah. through prayer, mm -hmm. constant prayer, yes. you received your vision. Mostly back. the rosary, I'd say. Uh, we had the family rosary at home with my mother and, and so on. And were, yes, it was. Uh, and I still uh, find the rosary is uh, the, both the uh, 15 mysteries and the seven uh, sorrows rosary, um, the powerful. 
Well, Our Lady said it's her powerful weapon against Satan. Mm -hmm. I have seen this happen so often. People, for example, rest in the spirit is one of the phenomena associated with this healing ministry. People are overcome with the spirit. They fall and have a beautiful experience with God and the Holy Spirit. And uh, uh, sometimes they are, uh, this is a little amusing in a sense, but uh, sometimes they are uh, so overcome that they, they lie there for several hours, you know. And even when they f- are helped up, they're going around in a <laughs> cloud for kind a of long time. They're just <laughs> overpowered with the spirit, this beautiful experience. But anyway, I find that, uh, uh, you know, the, the time for closing the church comes, the pastor wants to t- turn the lights out and lock up. <laughs> and they're still So uh, what I do, <laughs> I start praying a decade of the rosary, and sure enough, they come around. <laughs> and we help them up, and they're able to at least get to their car and, <laughs> and uh, so on. The power of the rosary is just tremendous. Uh, in a little lighter vein, just the other day we had, uh, we were out in Los Angeles in uh, San Diego areas, and uh, the beautiful young man, uh, Bill Hulkerstein is his name, uh, who uh, set us up in the Los Angeles area, he was bringing me to the airport, he wanted like Jesus, having loved his own, he loved him to the end. He wanted to park and come in and be with me till the time I left. You know, but so he, uh, uh, we couldn't find a, a parking place in all of this vast <laughs> garage, you know. And finally, I said, "Well, we'll start the rosary." I no sooner finished the, I believe in God and the uh, first Our Father. I think. There was a spot. <laughs> it's happened to me before. I don't before. know. You may call that circumstance, but I, I don't call it a miracle. So. <laughs> it's happened to me before. So prayer is, is that's where it is. Yes. Prayer. Um, for everyone watching, mm-hmm. uh, our Catholic brothers and sisters, our non-Catholic brothers and sisters, you have put together a miracle prayer. Uh, this is a powerful little conglomeration of words that's based on scripture and at the bottom it says um, no matter how you feel when you come to the point where you sincerely mean each word with all your heart something good spiritually will happen to you you will experience Jesus and he will change your whole life in a very special way Mm -hmm. would you say this prayer for our for our audience yes I'm going to just uh, preface it but you said how powerful it was yes since we're in Detroit, this will, you know, shake us up a yes. little bit. A doctor wrote us last year from the Detroit area suburb. I don't recall which one, and I don't recall his name offhand. I don't want to expose his name. He may not like that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he wrote us, and he said, I was in a fatal accident. I was brought to the hospital. My brother doctors declared me dead. But my wife and family would not accept this. Mm -hmm. They began praying this miracle prayer. I came back to life, and I'm fine. Praise the Lord. Praise God. So 
Let me add too. Before it's a dangerous you, prayer. <laughs> it is. It is. Only use it if you mean business. This is serious uh, warfare. Yes. It's a serious tool against the wiles mm. of the devil. Um, Actually, it's only giving ourselves to the Lord. Exactly. When we do that, He can do everything for That's us. That's right. And with us, you know. But mm. on the the card, and these are available mm -hmm. um, through calling. Oh yes. One seven zero eight seven four eight Mary. Uh, again, seven zero eight. 748-6279, which is Mary. We um, put the 6279 for our uh, non-American people because overseas they do not use letters. Okay. It's all numbers. And uh, there's a famous face on this picture with you. Oh, yes. Great man. Yes. The Pope. As the Irishman says, how fortunate we are to have this marvelous saintly man, yes. this Pope. Please pray Mary's. this prayer for us yes. now. Well, I would suggest if you will pray this prayer with me, uh, well, I can hold this crucifix for you. This is the crucifix I use to bless people. It has the uh, relics of our Servite saints in it, especially uh, St. Peregrine, the Cancer Saint. So I would suggest if uh, this is on the radio, take your rosary out, uh, maybe your rosary um, uh, crucifix will be sufficient if you don't have another one. And uh, for our audience, I can hold that unless you would like to hold it oh, for Oh, can me. I touch and, it too? Uh, hold it up so they can see it and I can. All right. <clears throat> Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I, I come, come before, before you. you. Okay, go ahead. I come before you. Just as I am. Just as I am. I am sorry for my sins. I am sorry for my sins. I repent of my sins. I repent of my sins. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. In your name. In your name. I forgive all others. I forgive all others. For what they have done against me. For what they have done against me. I renounce Satan. I renounce Satan. The evil spirits. The evil spirits. And all their works. And all their works. I give you my entire self, Lord I Jesus. I give you my entire self, Lord Jesus. Now and forever. Now and forever. I invite you into my life, Jesus. I invite you into my life, Lord Jesus. <clears throat> I accept you. I accept you. As my Lord. As my Lord. My God. My God. And my Savior. And my Savior. Please heal me. Please heal me. Change me. Change me. Strengthen me. Strengthen me. In body, soul, and spirit. In body, soul, and spirit. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Cover me with your precious blood. Cover me with your precious blood. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. I love you, Lord Jesus. I love you, Lord Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I shall follow you. I shall follow you. Every day of my life. Every day of my life. Mary, Mother of Sorrows. Mary, Mother of Sorrows. Queen of Peace. Queen of Peace. 
Our Lady of Guadalupe. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Saint Peregrine the Cancer Saint. Saint Peregrine the Cancer Saint. All you angels and saints. All you angels and saints. Please come to my aid. Please come to my aid. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I would just like to thank you oh. for coming. We're not finished yet. Um, please, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that you've embraced that prayer and enjoyed our time with Father Ruki. And in closing, we have to remember, there are no boundaries in Christ's love. He is the same today, tomorrow, and forever. He was amazed and said to those following him, Amen, I say to you, in no one in Israel have I found such faith. And Jesus said to the centurion, You may go as you have believed. Let it be done for you. And at that very hour, his servant was healed. We need to hold forever precious the help and healing we receive because the enemy is always busy about trying to snatch away what we may have received or what we want to receive. But don't buy into the discouragement. And i just like to reiterate that the healings from Jesus can come with direct healing um, and touch or from uh, over a telephone um, or someone interceding on your behalf through prayers. And again, we'd like to thank Father Ruki for coming and praying with us. And remember, as always, to let Christ's light shine through you. Welcome, brothers and sisters. My name is Sandra Timko, and welcome to Lumen Christi. We are honored and privileged today to have with us, for a second visit, Father Peter Mary Ruhi, um, a Servite priest from Chicago, Illinois. Father has been serving the Lord for 59 years. He has an amazing gift of healing, and he has been um, 
crossing continents, preaching and teaching the uh, miraculous healing gift of love, of Jesus' love. Um, I'd like to welcome you back, Father. This is such a pleasure to have you with us. Oh, as they say in French, l'honneur est tout moi. The honor is all mine. <laughs> Thank you. Sandy, thank you for inviting us. For people that missed the first segment that we shared with you, mm -hmm. we talked a little bit about some um, tremendous conversions that you've seen happen. Uh, uh, renowned gangster in England. We talked a little bit about um, some of the healing services and some of the phenomena that you've seen. And you say that that's escalating. You're seeing more and more. Oh, yes. Very much so. And then just in these last months, some uh, wonderful uh, manifestations of the Lord uh, in our Blessed Lady have been taking place in our uh, in the ministry, and I shared some of them with you. Uh, share it, well, share this one with us. Oh, this is uh, uh, Danny O'Donnell. He's uh, internationally famous uh, Irish singer and uh, this article tells uh, uh, it, about his recent biography it just came out at the end of last year mm -hmm. uh, and this is from an Irish paper and he has uh, his uh, 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 quotes from his book, who was, was pushing his uh, biography, he just came up, my, um, my Story, I think it's called, and mm -hmm. um, he tells how he was healed not once but two and two different occasions when he would have had to cancel six months of, uh, according to his doctor, he should take six months away from singing and he would have had to put off six months of packed out uh, uh, venues as they call them over there uh, in uh, Ireland, England, America, Australia and so on. And it's, his illness was Crohn's uh, disease? Throat, oh, throat, you know, throat disease. Yes, he couldn't, uh, couldn't sing and he claims we were uh, he came uh, one uh, one um, uh, healing took place in Ireland, and uh, and then uh, I believe by phone another. But um, he came to London. He flew over to London to a, a, a healing mass there we had in the town hall. Uh, one uh, one time, brought from, must be five years ago now, or more, six seven years ago. And uh, so he mentions this in his biography. And, uh, but that's only a minor one. key. There's he, many, many, many. He's uh, uh, given us commercials, and, or the ministry, I should say, in, in the television, press, and radio all the time. <laughs> we were speaking uh, bef between taping mm. that um, Jesus went into his hometown Mm -hmm. and um, there were no miracles done, or very few. Mm -hmm. The reason being, he said, was because a prophet is never recognized in his hometown. Mm -hmm. And I asked you, was that because there was no belief mm -hmm. among the people? Mm -hmm. And you said, oh, absolutely. Well, uh, yes, usually um, we have to believe, but sometimes um, the Lord even... Um, uh, gives us some sign uh, 
that's what the evangelists call it, or the translation anyway, is a sign uh, to help our belief, you know. Uh, and the last words of uh, St. Mark's Gospel are after Jesus uh, uh, told them uh, uh, go out and preach the gospel just before he ascended to heaven, you know, the right hand of his Father. Uh, to the whole world, preach the gospel, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Uh, those who believe these signs will follow. They will speak in strange tongues. Sometimes when we pray over people, the rest in the Spirit, they burst into beautiful gift of tongues, you know. And uh, they will cast out demons in my name. I've seen this so often, you know. And, um, and the sick upon whom they lay their hands will recover. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> as his last words, he thought about, his, about us sick people mm -hmm. and those who need healing. Anyway, um, uh, then Mark finishes the very last sentence of his gospel and he said, the disciples went forth preaching everywhere the good news, of course, and the Lord confirming the word with the signs that follow. So these, these healings and extraordinary events are signs that he promised would follow. And there are people that do not want to believe that miracles are for today. Oh, so they're yes. missing out. And Satan can work in that atmosphere, can he? Well, it's obvious. Um, um, I would say, uh, I, I don't want to throw any uh, daggers anywhere, but um, there's a fear, it seems, among uh, even us priests, you know, um, and, uh, and the hierarchy even. Uh, of, of this uh, uh, the healing ministry I don't know and especially of resting in the spirit they're very <laughs> shaky about that I have nothing to do with that I, <laughs> I, I, I know one bishop especially he's, he he said well if, uh, I don't I don't want this resting in the spirit you know and um, <laughs> What can I say? That's not mine to say. That's the Holy Spirit. You have to ask Him about that. You know, uh -huh. I, I, I have, I'm just a sinner. I just pray. It's the Spirit that does it all. Let's, uh, let's take that a step further. Now there's also those, because they don't believe in the, the movement of the Holy Spirit in those, mm -hmm. in those levels for today, and miracles aren't for today, then they certainly can't believe also in the reality of Satan. Mm -hmm. So therefore they would have a hard time accepting or believing that exorcists mm -hmm. are essential and exorcisms are happening. Yes. And you said... Well, that's obvious. In many, many dioceses there is no exorcist appointed. Okay. You know, so that means, well, what do we need an exorcist for? So mm -hmm. tell us why we do need and what you're doing to help oh, combat the uh, situation. I think we're, we're uh, 
working right into Satan's hand when we deny his existence. Uh, his power and mm -hmm. his his presence. Mm -hmm. he, that's what he wants, to be ignored. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then he can work his, his, uh, his evil wonders, I guess you'd say, um, all the more. And uh, so um, he's certainly alive and well. And now your bishop has, has granted you a special sort of a, maybe a license or a dispensation of sorts to um, pray when that need is. Oh no! There was the uh, was the uh, bishop's liaison for the um, uh, and exorcist of the diocese okay. uh, for the liaison for the charismatic in um, the archdiocese of Chicago and also the uh, he was also the. Um, uh, named exorcist of the diocese, of the archdiocese, and he told me that. And uh, you know, I said I I'm, uh, I only perform an exorcism when love uh, demands it. You know, mm -hmm. somebody comes in uh, in line for the blessing, and uh, they give all the signs of you know <laughs> the, possession. They don't rest in the spirit usually. They their own voice throws them on the floor. And the, and the uh, and they begin slapping their hands and uh, they put them through a terrible. And then he, they give them an awful face, you know, and right out of hell, you know, countenance is right out of hell. And uh, they spit on me and they vomit on me and they curse me and. Uh, and so on, just like they did Jesus, you know. What have you to do with, with us, Christ, uh, you know, and so on. That's what the demons that he, uh, he had thrown into, go into the pigs, you know. What have you, you to do with us, you know. Uh, leave us alone and so on. <laughs> they recognize Jesus, you know. So very often, as I get near the person, they start, like in the Philippines recently, we had a, a sailor came off the boat, brought by, encouraged to come to be delivered by an older sailor on the boat. He finally got him to come to the service, and as soon as I got near him, the old boy streamed down on the floor and he started flapping his hands and giving all these signs. He just puts him through an awful time, you know. Do you and ever does, do you ever um, have to fight fear, or do you just oh, uh, oh, take authority? I, I don't know. I I guess I'm uh, <clears throat> I'm not brilliant enough to have fear. fear? <laughs> <laughs> As the old saying is, <laughs> the um, <clears throat> the uh, what what is it? Uh, the uh, lambs walk in where uh, lions fear to tread, you know, sort of thing. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so I uh, I think uh, if you're going to cast a demon out, you have to use the authority of Jesus right. and that's he's afraid of Jesus right. you know so finally uh, when we know we know he's gone when the person is brought when, uh, uh, around to say Jesus and Jesus is Lord because 
no one uh, can say Jesus except with the power of the, the Spirit, Spirit, you know. Yeah. And uh, <coughs> uh, so when we, um, we uh, when we're performing an, an exorcism, we ask, say Jesus. They cannot say everything else, you know, but uh, and, and they growl and I remember one exorcism I had. And, uh, Wait a minute, hold that thought. Yes. I want to reintroduce you oh. because this is going to be another amazing story of God's power and presence. Uh, in case you're just tuning in, we are visiting with Father Peter Mary Ruki from Chicago, Illinois, a man with a, a tremendous healing ministry the Lord has blessed him with. Uh, he's renowned from continent to continent before he even finished at five continents. Yes. Yes, five continents. He's in the middle of sharing with us uh, a story of an exorcism. Yes, they're they're real, they're necessary, and they are still happening. Father, continue, please. Mm -hmm. Well, <clears throat> anyway, uh, I began to tell you that uh, I only perform these exorcisms uh, when I, it, love demands it, when the person is, comes to us, and I would never set up a, a session for an exorcism because that's not my prerogative. Mm -hmm. I, I would send them to the uh, exorcists of the archdiocese, mm -hmm. and uh, <clears throat> it's only when they come in in a healing service, you know, and uh, love demands I do something right. for that person, not leave them groveling on the ground, and you know, uh, as the old saying is, in his, in his vomit. And uh, so... Uh, a dog returns to his own vomit. Yeah. Yes. So uh, anyway, um, this this young man uh, uh, gave all the signs uh, that I'm speaking of. In, uh, he, um, uh, he was uh, cursing me and spitting on me and vomiting on me. And he was a young Australian lad, by the way. And... Uh, uh, he um, uh, finally, uh, I couldn't get the name of the demon from uh, out of him, but I said, it doesn't matter, uh, Jesus knows who you are. And so finally, uh, he started barking like a dog. And this took place in a cemetery of all, place, of all places. <laughs> and I, at that moment, out of the corner of my eye, out of nowhere, a dog appeared, had appeared. So I said, you won't give me your name, but, and, but Jesus knows your name, so it doesn't matter. And now you've been barking like a dog. I command you to go into that dog. And the demon went into the dog. The dog became like a dead dog. And uh, he was delivered, finally. And the last I heard of that young man, he was studying um, to become a priest in California, in a, in a seminary in California. This healing ministry, mm -hmm. a lot of the testimonies are chronicled in um, several publications. Uh, this book was lent to me by Marlene Schuster, as you can see on the cover. Mm -hmm. She's brought uh, Father Peter to us. Uh, the name of the book is Do You Believe That Jesus Can Heal You? This man in the wheelchair, by the way, is no longer there. He's walking all over. 
<laughs> free and he clear. comes to church and witnesses. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. Another book that we have here is Man of Miracles by Heather Parsons. Now these books can be um, attained through uh, the phone number, your mm. phone number. Sure. Could, could you give us that number again? Um, it's uh, 708 748 Mary in America. For those outside America, the last four digits are 6279. And this last is called The Power of Miracles. Yes. Now you've seen throughout your years probably a little bit of everything. <laughs> but the miracles and the um, healings that you say are probably the most profound and of course many physical healings can happen after the emotional and spiritual ha happen anyway. Um, have you seen um, uh, people that were so emotionally broken mm -hmm. um, released and then you've chronicled their wellness later, their wholeness oh, yeah. later? See, they received that peace that this spirit brings and then their emotions are, you know, follow suit. As once we have the, the peace, when, when our soul is at peace, as soul and body are married so closely, you know, mm -hmm. that uh, what affects one affects the other. So if our soul is at peace, the body very often follows suit. Everybody knows that a simple example, and the doctors tell us, my ulcers are from up here. Yes. You know, if I can get, get off my anxiety and my don't get in my way sort of attitude and, you know, this, uh, very aggressive, aggressive maybe attitude or else uh, over anxiety, high blood pressure and so on. And, uh, they all go together. That's if I can control that. If, if I receive the peace, then the other things usually follow suit. The crucifix that you hold mm. has seven um, relics. Well, it has the relics of our uh, seven founders. It has the relics of Saint. Um, uh, Peregrine, the Cancer Saint, Saint Philip Benizi, who incidentally was instrumental in uh, Saint uh, Peregrine's conversion story. <laughs> he was a gangster before, <laughs> I guess you'd call him. And um, then um, Saint Juliana, whose feast is today, by the way, um, June 19th, she's considered the forerunner of the Servite Sisters. She uh, and so and uh, Saint Anthony Mary Pucci, who is um, a parish priest in Via Reggio, Italy, for f the Irish say forty-five years, and uh, he was the parish priest for Maria Valtorta wrote the famous um, uh, her famous works. The most famous is the poem of the man god. I don't know if you've ever perused that. That is a marvelous uh, uh, kind of uh, uh, scriptural uh, life of Jesus and incidentally of Mary of course too. And uh, um, 
Uh, it's in five volumes and it's just a marvelous work read by popes and scripture men and all. And, uh, uh, but that's for he was parish priest. I wrote his life in a new edition, the third edition is coming out with a new look and everything in just a short time. St. Anthony Mary Pucci, he followed the Italians, you know, with the name Tony. Why do we need to surrender even greater to the mother of Jesus? Oh, because he told us to. Okay. In all the revelations, uh, uh, Jesus is son. Uh, oh, how much we, oh, we owe so much to, um, to my mother, you know. And, um, well, Look at the, we can't honor, look at the place God gave Mary. We can't honor more, Mary more than God has honored her, you know. Mm -hmm. He allowed her fiat, her yes, to Gabriel to make uh, the whole of our redemption uh, depend on her yes. And so many resist coming mm -hmm. to Blessed Mother, mm -hmm. or they're afraid that it will mean a form of idolatry, or that um, we're putting Mary before Jesus. Mm -hmm. And a, a balanced relationship with mm -hmm. Blessed Mother is always her son first. Oh, the Pope, uh, who is so devoted to Our Lady, uh, he has the Vignon de Montfort, Saint. Vignon de Montfort's consecration to Our Lady. Uh, the, the main uh, uh, words on his coat of arms: uh, "Totus tuus, all yours, Mary." You know. Uh, anyway, he's so dedicated to Our Lady, and he uh, recently came out with a very uh, beautiful uh, line showing that uh, Jesus, of course, is, is our mediator, and uh, but all of us have a sharing in that mediatorship, you know, uh, because God, well, one of the reasons is, of course, that God is pure spirit. So, and uh, he has made us so that nothing comes into our intellect except through our senses. We cannot grasp and comprehend any, anything uh, unless it comes through our sight, smell, taste, touch, touch hearing. Um, and so um, that's a philosophic um, principle from the, 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 uh, um, the Catholic theology. And the Latin has it, nihil in intellectu quod non prius in sensu. There's nothing in our intellect that has not first come through our senses. So that's why uh, Mary, and that's why Jesus came and why he uses Mary as the mother, the second Eve, 
because we can see and we can she's Fear. appearing everywhere yes. also and we can hear and we can and, smell and yes the and the fragrance, fragrance yeah. by the way that's one of the phenomena surrounding our every healing mass and service many people perceive the powerful the fragrance I want I want real quickly because people are going to be so um, enthusiastic to find out where they can get information about these healing services that are happening all over the country mm -hmm. um, they can call your number and receive the calendar that has all of the events on it so if you again would repeat that number and let's just show them this the number where you can receive um, this International Compassion Ministry calendar of events where Father um, Peter Mary Ruki will be um, assisting in healing services. The number again is... Here's some of the venues for the end of the, right now in okay. Detroit area. In Detroit, call Larry at 734-459-3429. Call the number that we have up on the screen to reach uh, Father Peter's uh, ministry. And if you would be so kind that we would end our time together with our viewers with a wonderful blessing from yes, you. Well, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look kindly upon you and grant you his peace. Your peace that comes, Lord, when we accept each day as your gift. That's why we call it the present knowing that for those who love you everything even evil works unto good for those who love your name we do not understand the mystery Lord but when we accept and we have your healing and loving peace that surpasses all understanding the blessing of Almighty God Father Son and Holy Spirit descend upon you and bring you healing and peace now and forever to the intercession of Our Lady and all the angels and saints be healed in the name of Jesus and be filled with his Holy Spirit our Lord was wont to say courage thy faith hath made thee whole amen amen thank you thank God you bless you thank you Thank you. I learned that from Italy. They kiss the hands of the ladies, you know. So. And I'd love to kiss the feet of the servant. Oh. God bless you, Father. Oh, that's a pleasure. And as always, remember to let Christ's light shine through you.